Alright, so I've had this topic sitting around for a little while uh, in my notes, and it is also, just like last week, a prompt from a quote. Um, and I didn't need to be in a very particularly like strong emotional state in order to talk about it, so sometimes I just have like these prompts in my phone saved for a conversation, um, and they usually get overridden by like things that are more pressing and like more time sensitive or I'm feeling stronger in that moment or that week. Uh, but this one's been sitting around for a bit and it's a good time to talk about it. Um, it is a quote by David Bowie. I always had a repulsive need to be something more than human. I think that quote is really interesting um, and how it pertains to me because it's also one that I found out of context. I don't know. It wasn't like out of an interview that I read or saw the whole thing or heard a recording of or something. Like I don't know all the context. Um, I just had that that line, that one part of the quote. Um, whew, excuse me. Just kidding. Don't excuse me. Um, so I just had that one part of it. And again, I've been sitting on it for I don't know how many, I think a couple months at least, and just thinking about, you know, what that, what that means and why I like it and how it relates to me. Um, so I need to look at it again just because I like to have it verbatim. Uh, I always had a, uh, had a repulsive need to be something more than human. So this might go back towards that solipsism conversation I had as well, um, and maybe some other ones, but... The way that I read this, or the way that I feel it, and kind of relate it unto myself, is that I, I don't... This goes back to mortality. Is like having this fear of mortality and wanting to leave legacy was the other part of it. Like, that's another huge part of this thing, is that being human, I think part of being human is being mortal. And... And knowing that you're going to die, having a consciousness also about your mortality, is, is what I believe separates us from animals in a certain way, and, or separates us from, from other animals, because I guess we are animals too, but yeah, so anyway, having, having a, how is it worded, I wish I just had this up, on a piece of paper, uh, having a repulsive need to be something more than human. Always had a repulsive need to be something more than human. Um, I don't know how long I've had that need, and I don't know if I'd call it repulsive, but that is a very choice word here. Because it's not... Because I keep wanting to say desperate need, and maybe that's just where I'm coming from. Because uh, I would say that's probably more true to me is, is desperation, but then desperation can be repulsive. Like, I definitely feel like that feeling of... of desperateness is not a good look. It's not one that I don't like to feel desperate. It's it's not a good feeling. So, I mean, whatever. Anyway, having a repulsive need to be more than human. And I think that, you know, in David Bowie's context, again, I don't know the context of the quote, but in the context of his, his body of work as an artist, I think that, you know, he's taken on multiple different characters that have different personalities and traits and he has made new worlds for them and 
created uh, different stories and done all these things. And, you know, as a, as a human, you only have, I mean, unless you believe in reincarnation or some other stuff, or you've got some type of, you know, multiple personality disorder, uh, that you generally have one personality, one life, one you, and that's part of the human experience. And I think for him, maybe having this, this need to be more than human, uh, I don't know if we connect on the same level of wanting to leave a legacy in a body of work that would stay with people or not. I'm not sure if that's a part of it for him. But um, for me, <laughs> for me, that is definitely a thing. Having this repulsive need to be more than human is part of the reason that I keep doing this. Is the part of the reason that I keep vlogging and having conversations and just like leaving a digital footprint. Um, because I suffer from a desperate need to run from mortality and to not acknowledge mortality. Yet again, every time I'm acknowledging it right now, and like it doesn't, I don't know, there's time, there's, there's times where I get really anxious about mortality. It's a huge trigger for anxiety for me uh, because I haven't accepted the fact that I'm going to die. It's just like, no, not going to happen, not for me. So having that be a thing um, is difficult, but it definitely doesn't affect me on a day-to-day -day basis in a negative way. I'm sure it impacts and drives my entire life, this this fear of death and this this need to be more than human. And for me, being more than human in that way means to leave a legacy. I mean, I my physical being will, will have to die and expire and not be here anymore. And that sucks. That's... That's no good. Um, I don't like that. I don't know if it really helps to, like... To be like, oh, but, you know, um, that's okay because I left behind a bunch of paintings and poetry and writing and art of various natures or vlogs or whatever, you know? Like, I don't know if that really helps because, I mean, this all probably just gets lost within a few years anyway. I mean, or a certain generation of people are also going to die and then I don't think my legacy is going to carry on the same way for hundreds of years like other people's legacy has, you know? Um, people that are significant, that have done incredibly important things, and we still learn about them today and, and read about them and, like, all these things, you know? I don't think... And, and that's the other thing, is, like, what about present-day fame? I've been thinking about that. Like, I don't think I have a huge desire for that. However, if people knew my work or, if, like, I feel like I want to change things or I want to be an agent of positive change. I want to inspire. And that's part of the drive in me to teach is to inspire critical thinking, is to aid students in learning more about themselves and also how they can operate effectively within this societal structure that they're in. And that really excites me um, a lot. 
So I don't think I need, like, I need to be a famous artist. Like, I, I don't think I'm craving this supernatural, not supernatural, superhuman um, level of fame and recognition that will somehow let me surpass mortality. I think there's a lot of things that can come with that that I wouldn't do well with. And I don't, like, I don't like necessarily being in the spotlight in some regards. If I'm going to have to deal with people, then yes. Like, if I can have a persona that is online and if people knew that, whatever, that's fine. But when it becomes, like, like, I don't like public speaking or things of that nature. So teaching was actually really difficult at first. Or being on stage with, like, bands was really difficult at first. Um, it got a little easier over time, but it was never something, like, I was excited to play live. But it wasn't because I was excited to be seen. It was just the energy of that experience. And, and also being able to... I mean, that was the equivalent of, like, painting in a studio. I don't know if that was... The performance was the, the art. Like, writing the lyrics was part of the art as well. Uh, and coming up with vocal patterns and whatever else. But, like, doing that on my own and then jamming in the basement with, with my friends was not the biggest form of art for me like that collaborative process was a, I guess it was just a behind the scenes thing but getting up on a stage and being able to present that to people that is what had the opportunity for people to I mean, change in some way or just like to move somebody right like whether that be with the words or the the instrumentation or the whatever they were to feel um the same way that a painting is an opportunity to move someone where they can reflect on it or maybe question themselves or be challenged by it or learn something. That, that is a desire that I have, absolutely. Um, and it's more in the work that I do that I feel good. It's not about me, like I said, having this like thing with fame or recognition on this massive level that would make me more than human this um, repulsive need to be more than human but I definitely have that need to feel like I want to feel important like we can throw that out there like I mentioned that before like I don't want to feel insignificant I don't subscribe to a certain kind of nihilism that some of um, the people in my life do where it's just like they can sometimes be comforted by the fact that they are insignificant, we're all going to die, and no one's going to remember us, and whatever, and I'm like, that sounds horrible. Like, no, I would like to be of some importance, not just because I want to affect positive change in those around me, um, because I am not, like, I, I don't believe in altruism, so that's not what it is. It's not that, like, oh, I just want to do good in the world. Like, no, I do. I do want to do that, but that's not all it's for. Like, it's, it's not just for that. Like, it's partially somewhat this thing of leaving a legacy and being more than human and um, being remembered, uh, affecting a certain amount of change in order to feel like I've inspired those to do better. Like, I don't know. Um, it's, it, there's a lot of things there, right? And again, I think a lot of it has to do with mortality and the fear of mortality and wanting to overcome mortality and thus be more than human. But again, it's funny that he uses the word repulsive, this repulsive need to be more than human. Because just not accepting your humanness 
I think could be a fantastic and great thing. And, and it's funny, actually, because I was, I was watching um, Initial D, the, the movie that was on Netflix. It's not on there anymore. And I think it was like mid-2000s it was filmed. I don't, I don't remember. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't remember the exact quote now. Shoot. But and I don't remember the name of the character. Anyway, he talks about how gods are just like humans that do things that humans can't do, basically. Um, that just, you know, they, they, they've done something that, that can't be done. And so I guess saying that you want to be more than human, you know, striving to do something that other humans haven't done, whether it be a physical feat, like a sport, or some intellectual feat or creative feat or just something that puts you in another another categorization of human and unfortunately I think that means it's above another category of human to become something else that is somewhat of a desire but not one that I feel like I'm consumed by, not in this way of, like, celebrity and fame and spectacle, um, that's not what it is, but it's just, like, I, I, just that thing of wanting to affect change, inspire, be remembered, and to do things that are worth remembering, or, or do things that have impact, good positive impact, to be clear, um, because I want to feel like I matter. I, it, it really is scary to feel like I don't matter, that there's millions and millions and millions of other people and that none of us really matter and just the whole, like, you know, drop of water in the ocean or grain of sand on the beach and, like, we just make up this whole, but as an individual, you don't, it's just nothing. You don't do, you don't affect anything. But people do, you know? There's people that have inspired me greatly to do certain things in my life. Um, and I just want to be one of those people for somebody else. But a lot of somebody else's. See you another time.